The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. In this episode of The Money Podcast, we're talking about recessions once again, and more importantly, how you can survive a recession. In the previous episode, we gave you a synopsis in terms of understanding what a recession is, and more importantly, why recessions are an important part of the economic cycle. So, Davi, let's do a quick recap. Why are recessions necessary? And let's maybe just go back one or two steps. What is a recession? Yes, so let's start with the recession. That's this is basically negative GDP growth. You know, so this sounds really technical, but um, it basically just means that the economy is not growing for a few months. So a lot of people can debate that, but well, a recession basically means we are resetting the system. So we are currently finding ourselves in a situation where the cost of living is becoming very expensive. Everything is going up. Food prices are going up. Fuel prices are going up, and well, it's just not sustainable. Now, the only way to sustain that or to curb that is for um, the regulators to basically increase the interest rates and then we generally find ourselves in a recession. And I think the big one that's affecting everybody right now, of course, is the fuel price. Now, everybody is focused on the war between you know, Russia and the Ukraine, and this has been one of the big reasons why the fuel price has been touted as, as being where it is at the moment. But of course, we know from studying financial markets that the fuel price was going to head this way probably anyway, based on supply and demand, especially based on what happened with COVID over the last couple of years, also the excessive supply of money in the system. And so, you know, the average consumer is going to the pump they're paying you know close on probably by the time this podcast goes out we're we're probably going to be maybe somewhere near 30 rand a liter hopefully not but there's talk of that it could even go to 40 rand a liter and the average consumer is wondering where will this ever end and is this just bad news upon bad news is there an end in sight and of course this is a question we want to answer for people how does a recession come to an end what is going to end the recession what is going to end the pain for the consumer yeah, so the problem is it is a cyclical thing, you know. So it happens every now and again. It works in cycles. And that's where we're finding ourselves in at the moment. Unfortunately, it's not a nice thing to happen. I mean, a recession basically does mean that, well, you have to tighten the belt, you know. So you don't have that, that much disposable income left. So I think that's where you got to start, you know. Instead of moaning about it or complaining about it, you just have to sit down and make a plan and get through the recession. That's basically all you can do. And if you can come out of the other end with no debt and in a better financial position, well, then you're ahead of most of the other people around you. And I think, Davi, that's a really key point that you just mentioned. I think this is something that a lot of people make a mistake of during a recession is taking on debt. If you can avoid debt during a recession, this is going to be your number one tool to, to surviving the recession. Debt is the biggest enemy during a recession because you're paying interest upon interest. And we know the compounding effect of interest, especially at higher interest rates, is the number one thing that gets the average consumer in trouble. It's hard enough going to the pump and paying, let's say, 30 rand per liter for fuel. But let's say you're financing that because, you know, a lot of people are going out and doing it on garage cards and credit cards or overdrafts. Now you're paying interest on top of that. That's just the number one wealth killer. That's the one thing you need to try and avoid. Yeah, it's a snowball effect, basically. Exactly. So, Davi, let's talk about some actionable tips beyond simply avoiding debt because that's obviously the big one. And, you know, not everybody's going to be able to avoid debt. Some people, unfortunately, are going to find themselves in a position where they're going to have to take on debt for whatever reason. What are some of the other tips that people can do to survive the recession? What are some of the things that you're actively doing within your family to make sure that you keep the belt tight and that you're able to keep your head down and obviously stay afloat during this recession? Okay, look, 
that basically means you have to go back to basics. So the first thing you have to do, it's going to sound cliche, but you have to drop a budget. Now, Justin, I know you've got a lot to say about budgets. So yeah. we've got this spreadsheet on our website that Justin actually developed, and it's based on the envelope system. It's basically just a little bit more advanced. It's now a spreadsheet and not physical envelopes. Yeah. So eventually that will go into digital form. But Justin, maybe you can explain the budgeting system or the envelope budgeting system and why you shouldn't see that as a painful experience and instead see it as a, a joyful experience. Well, the first thing I want to say is a budget is not a target because <laughs> this is something that a lot of people get wrong. That's what lands you in trouble at the end of the day. You know? That's what lands you in trouble. You know, a lot of people say, okay, I've got this amount of money to spend and, and it becomes a target, right? And so the idea behind the envelope budgeting system is basically you take an amount of money, you put it into categories and that's the amount of money that you budgeted for every category. So let's say your category is, say, for example, groceries. That's the amount of money that you set aside for groceries and you try to spend less than that. And it becomes a little bit of a game, actually, because if you see it as a game, it suddenly becomes less of a restrictive process and it becomes a little bit of a challenge, actually. Of how much you can increase your net worth. Exactly. And so the idea is if you can spend less, it means you've got extra cash left over in that envelope at the end of the month to do with whatever you want to do. So you can choose to save that money. You can maybe choose to carry it over to next month and spend more on whatever that envelope has in it for next month. You know, maybe it's a grocery envelope. Maybe it's a travel envelope. Maybe it's an entertainment envelope. So the idea is you can choose to spend that money how you wish or you can be really conservative and go and take that money and save it and invest it, which is probably what I would advise because that's what I do. And so the idea behind the envelope budget is to really teach you how to manage your money and how to work with your money, but in a way that you can actually physically see it. So that's how the envelope budget works. So definitely I agree with you. The first tool is to make sure that you have a budget. If you don't have a budget during a recession, you're probably going to see your backside. And this is a very important aspect. What would you say are some other things that people should do? Next thing I would say is work up or save at least at least six months worth of living expenses. I think that's the, the, the part where most people go wrong because you always get these unexpected expenses that come up, you know, like maybe car repairs or an appliance that breaks, you know, and a lot of people find themselves into really big trouble. And that's usually where they start making debt, you know, especially credit card debt and personal loans. So, you know, Davi, this is such a great point, but I've got so many people that come up to me every single day that recognize me from YouTube or from, you know, all the different social channels that we're on. They say, we've heard your advice. We need to save up six months salary in a emergency fund, but it's just not possible because I'm living paycheck to paycheck right now. How on earth does the average person who's living paycheck to paycheck get to a point where they save up six months worth of emergency savings? What is your advice to people living paycheck to paycheck? Well, that's where I'd say go back to basics. You know, that's the whole point of setting up a budget is to save at the end of the day. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, it means you're living above your means. It doesn't sound nice. It sounds rude probably, but unfortunately, that's just the way the way the world works. You cannot live or you cannot work with something you don't have. You've got to work with what you've got available to you. Yeah, look, Davi, I mean, I've had somebody say to him the other day that I'm very unkind in, in, in some of the things that I say. And I always say, look, I'm here to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. The fact of the matter is if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you've got one of two problems. You're either spending too much or you're not earning enough. 
And the problem is most people kid themselves that they're not earning enough because they think that's the quickest solution. The quickest solution is to figure out how to reduce your expenses. And as uncomfortable as that may seem, that is the solution to getting yourself out of the brown stuff. And so if you need to save up emergency funds, you need to be focusing on spending less than you earn. And if you don't earn enough, well, you've got to just figure out how to make it work. It's one of life's tough realities. This is something you have to face up to. Look, personal finance is pretty simple, you know. You live below your means, save the rest of the money, invest it, and then eventually you can retire, you know, and do whatever you want. But that's the basics of it. Unfortunately, most people get the basics wrong. And I think also the other thing I want to say is if you are living paycheck to paycheck, you really need to go and take a long, hard look in the mirror. A lot of where you are right now is a consequence of the choices you have made in life. Stop blaming other people. Stop blaming your job. Stop blaming your circumstances. Go look in the mirror and face up to the fact that you need to do something differently. This is something that no financial advisor is going to tell you. You need to go take a long, hard look in the mirror. Face yourself and face the fact that you need to do something differently. Okay, so Davi, we've now got it. You need to have a budget. You need to set aside some emergency savings. What is something else that people could do to survive this recession? Well, Justin, I think... (laughs) Like I said, it it comes down to basics. Get the basics right and you'll be fine, right? So now you have to go and you have to invest. But Justin, something you and I actually always laugh about is that we actually enjoy these cycles. We think that there's opportunity in recessions as well. So I think instead of going on about saving, because um, I think we've made it very clear now in previous episodes of the Money Podcast as well that people need to save. And there's a lot of information out there. So go back, listen to the previous episodes. We've got lots of advice there. But let's talk about the opportunities in a recession. (laughs) So you and I both joke about that a lot. So let's discuss some of the opportunities. So look, I mean, I have been waiting probably 15 years for an opportunity in the market like this. If you want to be a really good investor, you need to understand just one thing. You buy when everybody else is selling. I forget who the famous investor who said this. You'll probably be able to say it. It's Warren Buffett. (laughs) You buy when there's blood on the streets. And that is, it's the single most important concept about investing and making money in the markets. You buy when everybody else is selling. The market is so depressed right now. The sentiment is so against everything. This is the time when you've got to go against your human nature. Human nature makes you want to complain with everybody else. Human nature makes you want to run into the corner and huddle all your couple little pennies that you have and just try and save for that little rainy day that that's coming. And whilst all of those pieces of advice are still very relevant, what you should be looking to do is deploy capital in this market. Because in this market, this is the opportunity where you make money because people are selling assets for below their value. And this is when you buy. I'd go a step further and talk about businesses as well, you know. So usually in in a recession, a lot of businesses fail. And those are usually the businesses that took on too much debt. And with those businesses going out of business, it means more opportunities for people outside to actually go in and start new businesses and enter the market. Davi, I'll, I'll break it down in an even simpler format for people to understand. Go down to your local pawn shop. P-A-W-N, before I get into trouble. (laughs) Go down to your local pawn shop. The pawn shops are full at this moment in time. When things are good in the market, the P-A-W-N shops are empty because everybody's got money, right? The opportunity in the market is when things are going bad because most people are making really bad financial choices most of the time. When, the, when everything's going good and money's flowing it's based easily. based on emotion. 
People are making emotional choices. They're not thinking long-term. They're not thinking strategically. And so it's exactly the same thing. Right now, people are trying to avoid the pain. There's two things that fundamentally drive all markets, fear and greed. Fear and greed are the two things that drive every single market. And if you understand that, all you have to do is understand that you need to do the opposite of everybody else. When everybody is selling, you should be buying. And when everybody is buying, you should be selling. It's that simple. You don't have to be a genius to make money in the markets. And whether you're buying a business, whether you're buying stocks, whether you're trading the most basic concepts, it doesn't matter if you're buying or selling Pokemon cards. It doesn't matter what the asset is. Now is the time to be buying because the market is depressed. And this is the single biggest opportunity our generation, I believe, is going to see in the next 20 years. I don't think we're going to see another hole in the market like we're seeing right now for a very long time. I completely agree with you, and you and I joke about that a lot. Now, back to that question that I dodged earlier and I diverted back to the opportunities. I would say the best thing you can do right now is to upskill yourself and learn some new skills, especially when it comes to investing and starting new business opportunities and just broadening your skills, getting better at what you can do. Because I think that's probably the best investment you can make is to become a better person and obviously earn more money. Because if you earn more money, you can invest that money into the markets or buy up assets that works for you. And I'd take that one step further. I think if you're sitting in a job right now earning you know, a living paycheck to paycheck and you're looking for that opportunity, there has never been a greater opportunity where the playing field is more even than it is right now. All you need is a laptop, a camera and a microphone and you can work from anywhere in the world. You can literally have two jobs. You can work your normal job during the day and you can go into a remote job in the evening and you can earn extra money. There has never been a greater opportunity since I can remember because for the first time in recorded history, remote work is actually an accepted thing. So guys, if you want to learn how to do that yourselves, we've got loads of courses on our website. It's absolutely free. You can go to globalmoneyacademy.com. You can sign up and you can get access to all of our courses. We have got courses on how to start an online business, how to generate extra income and how to invest in the market. And like we said, that's probably the best thing you can do in a recession. So head over to globalmoneyacademy.com and get access to all of our courses absolutely free of charge. And yes, it really is free. You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy. 